Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Humans of Spring Ford. This is the new feature we're doing now that we are uh, kind of cooped up in our homes. Uh, it gives us an opportunity to highlight some of the people behind the business activity and the various uh, events and investments that are going on to revitalize the Spring Ford community, the Twin Boroughs specifically. And uh, today, my guest is Mark Shoemaker. He's very involved in a number of things, which we'll talk about at length in just a bit. But Mark, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate your time. Sure thing, Jeff. This is great. So Mark I'm, and I'm... Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, I was going to say, I'm working from home. I'm taking taking some uh, time here for this video. This is a nice break from, from the day job. So thanks a lot. Yeah, yeah. no problem. Mark and I and met... Friday. It's at, Friday. Uh, Friday, by the way. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you too. <laughs> Friday. Uh, the, the days all run together anymore. <laughs> oh, it's like a perpetual weekend. That's it's, right. It's off the hook. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mark and I met at the Royers for Business Association, uh, I would say probably a year or two ago at this point, um, and yeah. read it off, and I, I've just been watching him steadily be more and more involved in the various things that are going on. So, Mark, uh, why don't you tell people just a, your backstory first, and then we can get into some of the various things that you've been involved in in the Spring for community. Sure. Well, um, how did I get here is uh, 1995, I came to the borough after growing up. I grew up in Ridley Park down there. Oh, okay. Went to uh, uh, high or went to college, early high school, then college at Villanova, which was not too far away. And out of Villanova, 91, I didn't get a job right away. And um, I, my mom got sick. She she passed from cancer in 92. Okay. And around that time no that's that was cool yeah that was she was 54 and uh so i just decided to stick home with my dad for a couple of years and i got a job in center city i i didn't like it too much it was sort of like a desk job and uh a couple of years you know about around 95 I, I got some new money and a buddy of mine who i grew up with uh, had a job in reading and i got a job near quakertown north of pensburg and we said let's share an apartment together to save some money and we, we picked like a point that was like close to his job and my job, but also not too far away from where we grew up. And okay. this, this town looked, looked like it, like it was it. And, you know, when, when we came in searching for uh, apartments, uh, it just, it just checked all the boxes. And then right around that time, there was still the old amusement park at, at the Lakeview yeah. center. I mean, that wasn't functioning, but right. that's pretty cool. And then I could tell, Biking through town, all the old factories that were here, and there were still factories running, and then there were some that were closed down. And the, the Diamond Glass factory was along the river on First Avenue, and that was shut down. So, in in general, I thought like, okay, this town must have had a pretty cool heyday, right? But it's but it's still not that bad. I mean, God, the existing high school back then is now the ninth grade center, yeah. and uh, <laughs> uh, so you know, the class of whatever, 95 or 96 in Springford, I think was like 250 people. And now it's wow. like maybe 650 or 620. Um, anyways, yeah, we set up camp here and I really, what I liked about everybody was really friendly and laid back and helpful. And it was just a good vibe. I think it was just a little different for me. I, it, where I grew up was near media in Delaware County. It was a little bit more crowded, mm -hmm. I guess a little bit more Philly, a little bit more attitude, so to speak. And just getting out of here, it was like it was like a new new beginning for me. Yeah. And uh, I was able to, um, geez, I, I started. I got a, I into a job that I liked better, which was up in Telford, and that was into manufacturing. And I got into uh, some hands-on engineering and manufacturing, and like 
plant four stuff and I didn't have to wear a tie and all the, all these shirts. <laughs> I could just, you know, I could learn a lot from different people that, that were running machines to make products. And I, I like that. And, you know, I just decided to stick in the, in the area and, yeah. um, quit real quick, you know, met my to be wife in 2000, 2001, and we ended up getting married in 2005. And, uh, um, let's see, you know, you know, 9-11 happened back then, and um, a couple years later, I started to get involved in um, maybe a managing a rental property yeah. in, in, in downtown Royersford. Right around that time, the, the Griner Price Company had, had bought the old glass factory, mm-hmm. and they turned it into the Riverwalk community, and um, my, my dad had been retired, but he was interested in getting involved in some different type of projects, some maybe investment or... or what have you. And he, um, we went in 50, 50 on one, uh, one of the townhomes down there to have as like a affordable, high quality rental. And I knew yeah. we knew the build quality was really good, but from that builder, uh, Marshall Graner and Joe price, that their company. And, uh, they, they finished a couple of the buildings for us, like late 2007, 2008. And then it was right before the housing economy was yeah, starting right. to crash. So that was interesting. But what we found was that, you know, the housing economy was crashing, crashing, but there was still a need for rent, rental homes and they, they booked right away. So that was a pretty cool thing. And it, it was a good side hobby for me. I, w- I was still working up in, up in, uh, actually I, I changed jobs a little bit. I was, I was doing some consulting, some traveling around, but I, I really enjoyed helping people out living in their homes uh, and we ended up picking up uh, four more of those townhomes down at the Riverwalk. We, we formed uh, an LLC called Anchor Court Associates. Excuse me. Here by. And um, yeah, so from 2008 2009, we we ended up with with five of them. They were real. They're fully occupied. People liked the area. They we, yeah. we kept the rates really affordable. I thought we it, it wasn't. We weren't looking to try to make make a lot of money on on it really just broke even yeah. and um that was a lot of fun to get to work with my dad because he was a he was a school principal and then a superintendent and then oh wow he retired when he was 62 and did investment counseling for a couple of years but i never got a chance to work for him yeah or with him and that was a chance to work with him and it was a good good bonding time yeah that's really cool. so um that was cool and let's see 2011 he Oh, geez, back and forth here. 2011, <laughs> he got, yeah, he, he got sick. He got pancreatic cancer and and and, and passed uh, pretty quickly in about six weeks once he found out. So, oh, man. my my sister joined the partnership, but really it was just me managing the homes. Yeah, and uh, also at the time, uh, uh, my my wife and I we had one daughter who's now 11. Wow, <laughs> and uh, she was just starting like uh, kindergarten and and, and Brooke and everything else. So. It was it was like a bittersweet thing with my dad's passing, but it was like a new beginning with um, my sister joining and uh, still busy with with work and getting along. And then, um, yeah, we we kept on going. And then, uh, as as my kid was getting into first grade, second grade, uh, um, me and uh, my wife back then we we weren't getting along too well. So yeah. so we had some we had some issues and. We ended up over a couple of years uh, 
get getting a divorce. Yeah. And um, thing during that process, we learned we kept a, you know, we kept a really tight focus on our our kid. Yeah. We, we did the best we could to like get along. And what happened was we, um, we we decided just to go to one lawyer. Let's try to make it you know minimal as far as the expenses and the cost yeah. and everything else. And um, th- that worked out. I mean, it wasn't easy. They they, they never are, but right. we're, we're we're getting along really well now. And where where that brings me is, I guess, geez, three years ago. I mean, it was it was a tricky time, but I yeah. was having we 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 set it up with fifty fifty custody, and yeah. I found myself having free time on yeah. on weekends or every other weekend or yeah. some weeknights. And uh, that's when I started to say, okay, am I gonna you know, kind of get more depressed and start, you know, going out to bars and <laughs> yeah, right. beer to try to solve my problems. And and, then, and that really wasn't the answer. And what, what ended up happening was I started to just reach out in the, into the community. And that's how I got to know Anil and, and Mayor Jenna, mm-hmm. actually, just before Jenna got elected. And they said, oh, there's all kinds of things you can get involved with in town to help out, etc. Yeah. And, and really, that was... I really ate that up. I thought that was, that was awesome. That yeah. there was, I, I got, I started to get to know, I, I joined the, uh, one night out planning committee. Yeah. Um, I, uh, was involved with that as far as planning it. And I did some other volunteer work for like community day and, and mm-hmm. certain things. And I had started like a side hustle during spring and summer doing like deck pressure washing and a deck painting. And that started to get me involved and, it's it's been just all positive since then. Yeah, that's um, great. I met you and a bunch of other folks in the in the in the business community at at the Pink Moose. Yeah, and that that was that was cool. That was like a new beginning when uh, Mayor Mayor Jenna started, and uh, I met a bunch of uh, motivated people there, including Rick Lewis, yeah. uh, who was talking about what his plans were for revitalizing the trestle. And I'd never even heard of the trestle. I think. <laughs> everybody would just drive over the bridge to Spring City and not even turn their heads. Yeah, right. To see what was over there. Oh, that's that rusty old thing. And that was another project that really interested me because, you know, it, I, I saw it as like everybody does, a, a connector to, yeah. to the boroughs, you know, and then that's, um, yeah, where we're at with that is, you know, the grant applications and Pico donated their half of it and the borough won the grant to rebuild it to make it a walkable trestle joined the Schuylkill River Trail and everything was really going great and yeah what what I ended up doing back then was I, I thought okay maybe I saw myself trying to get involved with in Spring City somehow yeah and uh that's what made me think okay it might be a good idea to see if I could join the Spring City uh business association that was re- revitalized right. um and that Dave Stetler and, and Clint Ticknell, yeah. Dave F5 Fitness and Clint from Tuned Up Brewing, yeah. uh, they were looking to start something new in Spring City. Mm-hmm. And that looked interesting. And, and Dave gave me an invite because I think he was on the Warriors for Business Association. And uh, uh, mid-January, this was, geez, four, four months ago, was when yeah. I met uh, Blair, Blair Watts for, for birdies. And uh David said, Oh, Hey, you know, Blair's looking for sort of a business partner to help him get started. And he's got some amazing recipes and he's got the energy to put something into a new, a new venture. And it was right around the time when, uh, the old pops ice cream and cafe was for sale. Mm -hmm. Um, and Dan Phillips, who was son of, 
of Pop, who I've, yeah. I've never met. Yeah. I've gone to the cafe a couple times when for ice cream, and I know there was a lot of cool history there. Yeah. And uh, uh, I started thinking, oh, maybe I could help out there. And 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 the price for it, it wasn't for the building; it was just for like the restaurant equipment inside, all the cooking equipment, and freezers right. and whatnot, and boilers and everything, and ovens and tables. And so it was pretty reasonable, but it needed it needed a, a cook, you know. Yeah. <laughs> You know, there's nothing that I'm even planning to, to get with other than, okay, I can, you know, help help start out with, with, with a couple of dollars here and be a small percentage partner. Yeah. And, uh, and, and that's, that's how it started. And, uh, uh, Blair, people were calling him birdie. He, he's the one who really got, got the ball rolling. He, yeah. Right. His, his wings, his food, his salmon, his chicken waffles, et cetera everything's super tasty and yeah. it's it's really homey in there it's not really fixed up uh super right away but he he's just been great and i, I think people really love his food and he's just so friendly and just a warm, a warm guy and he's got some new energy and um i'm it's i'm, I'm thrilled I'm, I'm i can't believe it really is happening because i wasn't looking to get involved in any any kind of food business at all right. you know you know and and really, I'm not. I I think one time a couple of weeks ago, I helped them put some 50 sandwiches together for uh, Spring City Electric. So that was like an hour, and yeah. I put a face mask on and and gloves and made sure it was clean and sanitary and everything else. And you know, but you know, I'm no cook yeah. <laughs> or, or no weight person. Or that, that would just overwhelm me. But anyways, yeah. but helping out him with whatever type of you know business need, or we got the sign going. Yeah. He had an idea for a design nine and uh just through connections people said oh yeah sinorama phil white over in rich pike there does a great job and it happened within less than a week wow and uh i, I grabbed some ladders that i use for pressure washing or deck painting and stuff we put it in there and it's just it's super exciting I mean, yeah for sure and uh you know that's where we're at now we we were looking to do a fundraiser for the national night out that was on april 4th saturday yeah. And I still think there's, there's, there's a good outlook. You know, we have the, um, the, the trestle grant is still there. I think all the schedules have just been pushed back. Yeah. You know, what, what's it going to be? We don't know. Right. You know? Yeah. It just seems it's, mm. it's unfortunate the timing of everything, but cause everything seemed to be really on a, I was talking to Alex Metricardi from the, the borough council and she was saying that like, you, you do yep. all this work, this legwork that nobody really sees and you're, you know, you're, it's just little inch by inch by inch. And then right when they started to feel like, okay, the snowball is starting to roll down the hill, everything has been put on pause, unfortunately. <laughs> so, but yeah. uh, it's ready to go, you know, as soon as, uh, as soon as we are able to do things again, everything's ready to launch. And one thing I saw, it's been really encouraging is to see Blair's posts and stuff. I follow birdies on social media and yeah. actually the plan uh, this weekend is for us to get takeout from there. Uh, Cause we haven't gotten a chance to eat there yet, but um either tonight okay. or tomorrow night, we're going to be ordering food for the family from there. So I'm excited to try it. Uh, and his energy definitely is contagious just from his social media uh, and the lives that he's done and stuff and, and people supporting him in light of the fact that he opened literally like a few weeks or, you know, not long before everything shut down. So he's basically just been takeout delivery service uh, for the most part. Yeah. So yeah, for him to be able to keep that going or just, just the takeout and yeah. have a network of people that quickly. Yeah. You know, talk about a bad time to, to open up a small cafe or a restaurant. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think it goes to show you about just the people in this town, I yeah. think, are like really loving and they're always trying to help out one another. Yeah, and for sure. It's, it's, it's awesome. It's a close knit community. You know, there's, there's, and that, I, I got that feeling when I came back here, came up here in the nineties, yeah. you know, it's just, uh, you know what it is. I mean, it's, there's a lot of history, a lot of families that kind of, I think were started when there was like an industrial revolution. A lot of the manufacturing is up and down the Schuylkill that yeah. you see going up to Pottstown, uh, down to Phoenixville with steel and everything. You, yeah. you have all, all that old infrastructure and all these old buildings. And now you, you have a lot of folks like uh, some of the investors there. Everybody in town is looking to preserve the old buildings, you yeah. know, and that's cool. Yeah. They're knocking stuff down. Um, and it's, it's exciting. You yeah, know, for sure. I, I mean, you, you came in here when 2017 is when we moved here. Uh, so okay. very, I was saying like, I moved here in May and then we launched discover Springford in September. So I kind of just hit the ground running the moment we moved in. I started trying to get involved and I'm not mm-hmm. as able to be as involved as I would like just because of, you know, being, uh, uh, my performance. Well, right now I'm not performing, but when I am performing, it's the schedule, it's nights and weekends and things like that. So a lot of those extracurricular things I'm, I'm unable to be a part of, but as yep. much as I can do to, to highlight what's going on, um, for people, other people to, you know, to see it and get involved in it, my family, my wife, and my kids to enjoy. Um, that's mm-hmm. kind of the, that's the role that I'm currently playing and, you know, who knows what the future holds in terms of my, uh, career and all that kind of stuff so but i'm excited to do what i can i mean i think you've been a been a big factor with all of your interviews over the last two years i mean with uh and marie or michael mccloskey or you know you name it i mean i I, i've never really seen anything like that happen in other towns that i've lived in (laughs) (laughs) and it's just like it's cool it's awesome you know it's out of the box and i I think that's like you're I, i think it's just neat to see that there, there, there's you and there, there's a lot of other people in the, the community yeah. and then spring, spring city as well. Yeah. There's a bunch of amazing folks there that are, they're saying, Hey, you know, this town has a lot of cool, cool potentials as well. Yeah. And uh, you know, everybody's starting to feel it and Phoenixville is a little overcrowded right now. Right. And people are starting to look, look at say, I want to, I want to move to spring city, you know, cause you know, that music store's always been there, but now there's some new stuff there. Um, yeah. the, the, the art, the spring mill studios that used to be the knitting mill or, or, right. or whatever, not, not, not much for business or, or commerce, but now you have all these artists that have their studio that are creating in there. Yeah. My daughter did summer camp there last summer. Uh, and it was just, just a lot of fun. Just there's, there's new things starting to happen and it's, you know, it's, it's, it's super. Yeah, um, for sure. I've been able to feature the, the Creative Life Factory uh, in in this past season of Discover Spring Forward, and uh, oh, cool. that that writers' room that they have on the first floor there is so cool uh, for for creativity. And then they gave us a tour of the building itself. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't really get to get into the individual artist studios because they're privately leased spaces, but just yep. to cool, just yep. to see the the character of the building and the work that was done to kind of keep it feeling uh the history but also everything is new and uh you know preserving some of the original floors and the walls and things like that it's really cool and i the thing about spring city too is that the main street is so walkable um 
it's really only a matter of time before all those storefronts start to to fill up. We you know we featured Clint uh, in the first season of Discover Springford Tune Up Brewing, and I actually yeah. uh, I performed there back in January, uh, and wow. we were we were going to be uh, doing a regular thing like every other month. Uh, I, I was actually supposed to perform there on March 22nd on a Sunday, like early, uh, early bird special kind of thing. And then <laughs> everything closed. So I didn't get to perform. Oh, but, no. uh, <laughs> uh, and the same with Dave Stetler. I featured him. Um, and uh, we've done yeah, Spring City yeah. Hotel. Bill Hoffman, right? Yeah. That, that place has been there. Such a cool building. Yeah, we did. They were one of the first ones to agree to, to be featured as well, the Spring City Hotel. And we've done mm-hmm. Chaplains. We've done uh george's music so yeah it's just there's so much history there and it's it's so cool to see that people are starting to latch on and to uh-huh. to invest their time and their talent to to reinvigorate what's already there totally totally yeah it, so, you, you know, another unusual observation is there, there's still a lot of manufacturing yeah in the twin boroughs as well you, you have amt pump in on warsford around fourth avenue and you have the Spring City Electric Company that's doing, you know, a North American business with all the amazing yeah. uh, light posts that they make make over there. And like, where are they coming from? It's like from Spring City. Yeah, and so cool. There's AC Miller. There's a Hydro Motion Company. There's there's still like this is still a great area where you can you can have people that have manufacturing jobs that are you know producing a, yeah. a lot. And it's not just restaurants, you know, that are, you know, bringing in people. There's, there's people coming into town because they're doing, putting in physical work and, and right. making a lot of product. And I think that is, I think that's starting to spread a little bit. You're seeing a little bit, bit of it happen in Pottstown. Um, and Pottstown's having some, a little bit of revitalization uh, yeah. in their restaurants and cafes, Ripster's ice cream, um, the Brick House is chain names and new ownership that's that that's looking up there's there's a lot of good things happening up there that are that are not phoenixville yeah. which you know is has gone through its own transformation that started 15 years ago yeah so it's it's pretty awesome yeah for it's, sure what what are some of the things that you've done in terms of the, the the trestle what was your role uh in the the committee or whatever it was to to start um, that process how did you get involved in that uh, what, what was your, what was your, you know, what were really, some of the things you did while you were doing it? I mean, I wouldn't say a super high involvement other than w- when I started, I, I, I saw that Rick Lewis had started the effort to do a feasibility study yeah. and he was putting on like advertising as far as looking for maybe people to invest in that and small businesses and, or just community members. And we, we were able to, you know, make a check for a small amount out to the Schuylkill River Greenways, which is who who owns, you know, who owned the project, who did the feasibility study. Yeah. And Rick, Rick was awesome. He was just kind enough to say, hey, do you want to come on the steering committee meetings and, you know, give your input as a resident yeah. and as, as a local small business owner and who I also grew up in the na- na- neighborhood in the last right. 20 years. Uh, so, I mean, only just to, you know, to, you know, trying to help it out as far as just maybe doing social media posts, like on right. LinkedIn, like, you know, this is happening, you know, right. try to stir, try to connect people and try, try to stir an interest. Yeah. And, uh, you know, what, what really took, took, took place was, you know, the, the folks in the Royce for borough with writing grant applications and the work that Rick did and everybody else who helped him out to total team effort. Yeah. And, uh, 
that's you know i think that made that happen it, it's it, it's everybody contributing yeah it's you know it's not just one person and then it's um and i love what rick is doing is adding all the it'll be the town's own and you know yeah. spring city included it, yeah. their part is on the 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 Schuylkill River Trail side, which is equally as important, yeah. and that's just gonna—I mean, I—it's I, just gonna improve everything. Yeah, I and, see the the renderings of the work that they anticipate being able to do are so impressive, and it's exciting to think about you know being able to watch it happen as it's going, uh, as it's going up, and hopefully you know like we've been saying, it's it's only a matter of time. We just got to kind of wait for. <laughs> everything to start cranking again and then we can continue the work that's yeah. been started. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the comedy club and the stove yeah. works. So exciting. <laughs> I've yet to get to that. Yeah. There's so uh, many things that are starting to have the downtown restaurant that's going to be opening up on sure. Main street. Um, there's just so many opportunities. Uh, I feel like it's it's like a slingshot. Someone told me it's like, you know, you pull it, pull it back. You keep pulling it back. You keep pulling it back. And it actually, you know, it gets to that point where you're like, well, when is it ever going to be released? And that, but actually, the further the further you pull it back, it actually means that it's going to go further and higher. So, you know, that was a nice analogy of like, because I'm like, oh, we're like, we're kind of in this holding pattern, you know what I mean? Like because of everything that's going on in the world. Um, yep. But in a lot of ways, it's an opportunity for us to to uh, calibrate and realign, maybe to to go further and farther. Uh, I mean, further and higher uh, than we would have otherwise, because I feel like it's people are going to be itching to, to, to patronize these businesses again and itching to, to get out into the community again. So in, hopefully in some ways there's a silver lining is that people are going to be yep. flocking once they're allowed to. You know? <laughs> oh my goodness. You know, I, I, running to the, the hair salons and, or then this appointment, you know, yeah. it's, it's so weird. I want, you know, hoping that, uh, <laughs> Spring for Family Dental is going to have somebody drilling into my teeth. I'm like, oh, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I actually, I had, a, I had an appointment like that first week when everything was still kind of up in the air. It was the Monday, the 16th of March. And they called me and were like, yeah. we're going to cancel. And then they called me again and said, you know what? We haven't been told to close. So we're going to try to fit as many people in on Monday and Tuesday as we can before they tell us to close. Oh, wow. So I went in on that Monday and got uh got my regular checkup and everything because it had, I have, uh, I had some issues. So I had, I, I have to go a little bit more frequently than the average person. So at least I got that taken care of and we'll see what happens, you know, once my next appointment is currently scheduled for, if I'll be able to go or not. But, uh, yeah, it's kind of a, it's an interesting wow. place to be in time, but there's so much to look forward to. And hopefully, uh, hearing your, you know, what you're involved in hearing all the things that are happening, uh, th- that'll encourage people to, to hang on and to, uh, to persevere through this little hiccup that in the grand scheme of things, it's as we look back on our life, hopefully it is just a little blip on what we've, uh, yeah, what we've encountered. I, so I think it will be, I mean, I, yeah. uh, just personal experience, my, um, my day job, my company has, has a plant in Shanghai and they, they went into a very hardcore shutdown inside yeah. for, uh, 30 days and they shut down even essential businesses, yeah. um, only like, you know, electric power and, utilities were, were open and they nipped it in the bud. They really did a job, good job on getting it locked down and now they're back to normal. Yeah. But it, it's, it's a new normal. There's yeah. another buzzword you're hearing a lot. Yeah. 
folks over there are looking to use public transportation less because they, they don't want to be in crowds as much. Right. So they're looking to get electric cars. Oh, okay. And, and they're seeing how, you know, there's so much less air pollution uh, because of, you know, how our footprint is with all the driving and all the combustion engines all over the place. And, you know, it's like in LA, it's like in Shanghai, there was a lot of smog all the time. It's not there anymore. You see the wow. air pollution. Like, you know, th this could be something different to really, it'll, it could bolster the economy that way as well, as yeah. far as, okay, we're going to be driving around golf carts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get into, get into that industry as quickly as you can. Anything that's been, uh, Basically, they always said that the best way you can build a success, successful business is to meet a need that isn't currently being met. Um, so sure. this is, it's things like this that we go through that we realize the things that we actually need. Um, so yeah, there's opportunity right there yeah. for anybody who's out there looking for that next venture. You know, if there's been any points of frustration during this period, then scratch that itch. You know, you might be mm -hmm. setting yourself up for, for a long-term success. Uh, that's just my little plug, yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's going to change a lot of things. Um, I mean, it'll, I think it'll make us stronger, you know, right now it's, yeah. there's a lot of stress around. It's, yep. it, it's anxious, you know, cause you know, nobody has their, you know, you know, go out and get close to people and hug some people and talk to your communities and, and everywhere. And right. it's, uh, it's tricky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it, it's kind of a pain, you know? Um, but, you know, we'll get through it. Yeah, for sure. Just, you know, you know, day by day, week by week, the weather's getting warmer. That's going to help. Yep. And uh, it, it's, it's going to turn out just fine. Yeah, I think people are going to hopefully um, realize how much we actually need that, that community interaction. You know, we were, we're, we're being deprived of it now. And hopefully, you know, when, when everybody's back out, we, we realize like, oh, yeah, that's right. We need we need to be together. We need to be showing love to each other. We need to be interacting for the good, not just, you know, yeah. bloviating and, and angrily pontificating on online, you know, <laughs> like we need to be united yeah. as, as a people. Uh, so that's one, I think that's one, another positive that I, I can see coming out of all of this is people realizing mm -hmm. like, let the small stuff go and let's like focus on the, the major things that we can do together. So. Yeah, totally. Like not, let's try not to be divisive you right. know with, uh, all the media and everything else i mean i think everybody's sick of looking at their phone or, or pat ipad somehow yeah right <laughs> we might go through a period of time where people just you know once we're actually able to go out again everybody's turning their phones off and you know like I yeah know. that's what i'm like my kids haven't gotten sick of video games yet if i was there when i was their age i eventually got i would play and then i would get sick of it and i would stop but uh, I'm hoping yeah. that that'll happen at some point because if we if they if we would let them they would play video games from the time they finish their schoolwork until bedtime. But it's <laughs> it's amazing actually. Yeah, my, yeah. It's I don't know. They're they're communicating. They're having their social time now. They've adapted. Yeah, yeah, and totally. My son does Google Meets with his classmates and all this. It's crazy. Yeah, that, that's that's really bizarre. And I hope. I mean. To me, I don't think that's a good way to, to educate on how, how to become social and, you know, yeah. work with people and problem solve and everything else or, or meet people and go dating and everything else. It's, yeah. it's a little weird. Um, it is a little but, bizarre. You know, for now, yeah. it's keeping them better. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like, it's like, it's, it's, a, it's a, a cheap imitation of what we've grown accustomed to as humans uh, in terms of interaction, but it's better than yeah. zero. <laughs> yeah.
just just adapting just a little bit is what yeah. we need. But For sure. uh, yeah, so uh, so anyway, yeah, just before we, uh, we we set up the call, I got a I got a big sweet Aloha bowl. Oh was, yeah. You know, I haven't had one since I was able to go there when you know yeah. this was probably you know uh, like six months ago actually, or, or yeah. you know, when it was a little warmer before all the holidays and everything else, and that's just a great setup as well. You know right. what what those guys Tash and uh, has done for the, those buildings and Brad yeah. and the back patio and just everybody's still you know the ordering and doing like a takeout thing from there now is yeah a good example. It was great that they had the, the the fact that they started as a food truck and now they're able to actually park the food truck right in the parking lot there and operate out of it. It's great. That's it's a great yeah. opportunity for them because <laughs> I know originally they weren't open. Uh, for takeout and then they they moved the truck in and started to operate that way during the shutdown so that's that's really great to see because i know they were they were getting great response from the community once they opened so it's good to see yeah. that they're able to still turn I out mean, those bowls. i mean talk about when they opened it, it was they were lining up out the door crazy and they were running yeah. out of ingredients like that <laughs> yeah that's what people are waiting this is the kind of stuff that is exciting about the communities spring city and Royers for is people are they're chomping at the bit for more. Um, yeah. They got yeah. a taste of what it could be like to have people out and about on main street and they love it and they want more of it. So, yeah. uh, you know, I talked to Brad uh, in a previous episode and uh, he, he, had, you know, he couldn't give me details about what's coming. Uh, but he said that every building that he owns uh, has a signed lease for it already. So that's good just to hear okay. that there's all those vacant spaces are being taken up. So that's amazing. Yeah. In addition to downtown, right. Which was, uh, yeah, yeah, in addition, that. yeah. So that I'm one, hopefully, they they were supposed to have a grand, I mean, they were supposed to have a soft opening at some point in the summer, and then they were hoping to have the grand opening in line with Community Day. So I don't know. Okay. I, September is a long way off, and I, I think we should be hopefully back to somewhat normal, whatever the new normal is by then. So hopefully it doesn't mess up their plans too much to get that place opened up. But Yeah, I mean, that would, especially for Community Day, I mean, that uh, I, they were amazing the last the last two two years of those the weather was great and all the, yeah. all the cars and businesses out and uh yeah it just continues you know. to grow each year they do it and you know yeah. like you had said the the efforts of amy and anna marie and jenna and the borough council and everybody who's involved on this the community Day so committee it. and stuff it's you know it's it's one of those things where you have a handful of the same people and they just so selflessly yeah. give to to make these things happen yeah uh, it's amazing yeah it's amazing the great job that they've done yeah. and uh and that it's shown a really, really great example for uh, Spring City, which has their own community days and yeah. you know music playing on the street. But they're they're you know I, I think they're excited because they're going to be, begin to participate. You know, and I think like a symbolic link of both the boroughs is you know if the trestle is finished, then you yeah. know there's talk of like let's let's have this let's have a whole dual borough community celebration and yeah that'd be I, awesome. You know, and people are saying, "Well, we'll close off the close off the bridge for a couple yeah. hours. Let's see what happens there." <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh, can you imagine? Yeah, you know, people, what's going on down here? I can't get I can't get around. I gotta yeah. go. To <laughs> Nobody can get through Phoenixville. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's one of the things that uh, you know. When I first started Discover Springford, the biggest feedback I got was, "Where's the hyphen? Where's the hyphen? Why don't you hyphenize or you know hyphenate?" That's the word, uh, Springford. Yeah. And uh, originally. Frankly, it's because I didn't know it was supposed to. It was that big of a deal that it was hyphenated or not. Um, okay. But then I realized it's like, well, the whole purpose of the show is to to highlight both of the boroughs and then the greater Springford area, which is Limerick and Upper Providence Township. And uh, 
I'm, for one, I'm not affiliated with anything. It's just my own. So by not having the hyphen, it kind of stands alone. Uh, but then also I was kind of seeing it yeah. as a way to unite the two boroughs, you know, to remove the hyphen and, and make it like one shared kind of thing. So that's kind of, so that, yeah. you know, the bridge is, is that hyphen and, and we're connect once that reopened, it's the connecting the spring and the Ford together again. Uh, Cause people don't often know this. We, I found this out in my uh, or Springford area historical society episode. Yeah. Um, the Royers brothers lived in spring city. <laughs> so <laughs> they didn't live in Royers Ford. <laughs> oh, so uh, the way that the, t- the town was named Royers Ford huh. because they had a Ford uh, where they would, they would have a little like ferry boat that would go across, uh, across okay. the river from their, their, their spring land city in spring Ford. city into Royers Ford. So they, they called it Royers okay. Ford and that's, that's how the borough's, got its name so uh wow yeah, so we uh, there's a lot of shared history so there's no reason to hyphenate i think when you're talking about both areas together that's my own personal no, that's... my personal soapbox for that <laughs> no i like it i like it you know just go have a couple community days or, or you name it where yeah. festivals yeah that'd be great something new. definitely right. well thanks mark for doing this i appreciate you sharing um sure and uh, sorry about some of the, the technical glitches starting out and, and, and uh, we were able to, to hopefully work it out. And uh, through editing, the magic of editing, I'll be able to uh, fix some of those glitches. Uh, uh, but uh, as, we, yeah, as we wrap up, like any uh, specific uh, w- links or um, you want to direct people to if they wanted to find out more information about the Trestle or Birdie's Kitchen or, uh, or any of the, uh, your, your properties, if you ever have rentals available. You know. Sure. I mean, really, that, that they're really occupied, and that's yeah. that's that's nothing. I'm, I'm I'd be trying to plug. I mean, okay. I, I would say a lot of the businesses in in Sprig City, in, in additional in addition to Birdies, you got great fit, fitness counseling with what babes that were started there in yeah. F5. Uh, you still have the the hotel. You still have chaplains uh, for live music. Everybody's going to be itching to, to to get out. Yeah. Um, and um there's just still a lot there and then same thing in town yeah i mean the big, big easy is still there that they're still doing takeout and it's there's a lot of great food options and places to get to and go go take out and have a picnic when the weather's good you yeah. know go to the pink moose and take out and there's benches you can take a walk down to, to the to the dock um yeah i mean i'm not sure what when things are going to open up, they're talking about maybe April 1st. Uh, you mean May 1st, you mean? Or, or, yeah, sorry, yeah, May, May 1st. <laughs> so hopefully that presents some type of a change, you know, yeah. when we can um, maybe start back to a little bit of normalcy. But, you know, yeah. we all know that school, school's closed yeah. until then. Um, but, yeah, yeah, check out a couple of the – just look online. You see the different places. Try to, try to spread the love around. There, there's a lot, a lot of places to stop at. Um, even there's going to be a new ice cream uh, place. Yeah, handles of Royers Ford going in. Yeah, so I mean, that's exciting. That that's pretty cool too. Yeah. So there's there's just a ton of it. It's 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 going to be a fun time. We're just going to get through this uh, through the weirdness. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. I said to my wife, I was like, I can't wait till I get through a 24 hour period and the coronavirus does not enter my memory or or my thoughts what whatsoever. That's when I'll know that that we're fully yeah. out. Of it, so. Maybe uh, maybe by Christmas time. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, yeah. Get ready for the holidays. Uh, That's right. Better be all clear by the yeah for sure. Kids back to school. So 
All right. Well, cool. Mark, thank you so much uh, for your time. And uh, thank you all for watching and listening to this episode of Humans of Springford. If you don't subscribe, I encourage you to do that. You can share our uh, videos and our podcasts on social media. That helps people spread the word about what's going on in the Springford community. Uh, you can subscribe to our podcast on any podcast app, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever it is. Uh, and you can subscribe to our YouTube channel and our Facebook Watch channel as well. Uh, until next time, I encourage you to go back, check out all of the places we've highlighted. A lot of the ones that Mark brought up today actually are in our archive at our website, discoverspringford.com. You can see episodes featuring the Railroad Street Bar and Grill, Anna Marie's, Spring City Hotel, Chaplin's. We've already highlighted a lot of those businesses, so you can get a, a more detailed explanation and history about those businesses. So you're ready to frequent them as soon as everything opens back up again. But until then... Enjoy the journey and uh, continue to discover what makes the Springford area a great place to live, work, eat, and explore. 